country music fans. This is Lee with Coda Country. And today I'm joined by Nashville recording artist. This is Cliff Dorsey. How are you today, Cliff? Doing good. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad that Emily reached out to me and that you were able to meet with me so quickly. I know that your schedule has been pretty busy this summer. Um, so before we start and getting into your career and everything like that. Could you tell the listeners out there how we can find you on social media and everything like that? Yes, of course. It's uh, Cliff Dorsey Music on Instagram. Uh, I think also Cliff Dorsey Music on Facebook. <laughs> and then uh, cliffdorsey.com is where you can find all the music as well and shows and some things that we've been doing lately to uh, raise money for some benefits and fundraisers. And um, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Apple Music, really trying to hit YouTube hard lately. Um, I think that's where I kind of go to listen to interviews and podcasts from, um, you know, other musicians and stuff. So I hope other people will do the same for us. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. We want them to, to turn it up, right? Okay. So before we get into anything else, you're a Florida boy, now living in Nashville, or I guess back and forth, huh? Um, I went to Florida state, so I don't know if that's like a sore subject or not. Uh, but <laughs> I'm a, I love Florida. Well, I'm a so. Florida Gator. So uh. <laughs> yikes. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's going to be rough, but that's okay. We'll still be friends because think, we love uh, country music. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. we, we both love college football as well. And I, I think, um, See, I'm always going for Florida State as long as they're not playing UF. That's whenever, you know, that it's real rivalry. <laughs> That's true. Well, I, I wish I could say the same because I'm also a Georgia Bulldog being that I'm from Georgia. So, sorry. Oh, <laughs> you got it bad. I do. I'm sorry to let you down I, there. I can't say the same thing for Georgia. <laughs> I know, I know, but that's okay. Um, all right, so football aside, tell me about uh, growing up in Florida and kind of how your country music career started when you were younger. How about that? Yeah, so, um, at, you know, UF, Gainesville, North Central Florida. I'm from a little town of High Springs, which is a railroad town. Um, my whole family, all the men in my family on, on that side uh, drive freight trains for CSX that kind of, um, it was the start of High Springs, just having a depot there. And then they, uh, you know, shut it down at some point and it's over in Jacksonville now. And I grew up in a family that my dad was always on the road. Um, my mom cut hair at Jerry's Barbershop on Main Street High Springs, been cutting hair in Gainesville High Springs for 30 years. Both of them are retired now. And um, I have an older brother. I, I was definitely late in the picture. My, my parents are way older. My brother is 12 years older than me. Oh, wow. So um, I, I grew up in a family of people wiser than me from the start. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what we're known for over here is the river and uh, a few good restaurants and Tom Pace from Gainesville right next door. But I grew up pretty shy in a, in a church school. My mom always kept me in church and and education like that. And it wasn't until I was 15 that a music store opened up in High Springs and I walked in there and um, fell in love with 
a guitar on the wall. It was that tobacco sunburst that I immediately knew that I loved, you know, the darker guitar. Yeah. And convinced my dad to buy me one, take a few lessons. And my mom threw me up to sing in front of church, which was my worst fear ever. And uh, by the grace of God, here I am today. Come a long way, got a long way to go. But um, yeah, signed with Black Sheep Label Group in 2021. And we're uh, put out the the first EP, New Neon. So out here uh, cooking with grease now. That's right. And New Neon dropped uh, back in March of 2023. And you had like several little single releases before that. Tell me, what was the, the writing process like for your EP, or if you want to specifically talk about any of the the singles or any of the songs on the EP, feel free to just, just share away because I want to hear all about it. Yeah, so New Neon was a special project. It was actually the first time that uh, I dug in and found other songwriters to cut songs. And there's one of mine on there, all original, uh, Jukebox Dream. And uh, I was super, super happy that everyone agreed that that was going to be on there because um, that was one that I wrote like the year before. Mm -hmm. And I knew that it was going to be a a great song in the studio. I enjoy playing it acoustic, but you can't just throw steel guitar, nylon uh, string guitar and that like Texas country feel uh, fiddle and everything. It really came to life. But uh, Robin Collins um, co-writeted a lot of the, the songs with, with other writers. New Neon, Girls Do, Raise One. Um, Raise One's the first one that I heard from her that uh, I was like, we, we definitely have to put that on the EP because it's a song that honors first responders and veterans. And um, when I sat down with the Swan Brothers, which were my producers, Zach and Colton Swan, Awesome. Uh, they said, what do you want to do with your music going forward? Yeah, they're, they're amazing guys. Um, they said, what do you want to do with your music going forward? And I said, I, I would like to cut songs or write songs and present songs to the world that perform, perform a service. And what I mean by that is it could be um, nostalgia. It could be a love song for a wedding. It could be a heartbreak song, you know, getting somebody through a hard time. But we stumbled upon Raise One that was a song that just was awareness to remember your first responders and uh, military as you go about your day and uh, honor them because our life is kind of normal thanks to them having a life that is not normal at all whatsoever every single day. So um, Raise One is kind of what started the flow of songs and then uh, Cold Shoulder is a song that we have on the radio right now. It's a fun summer song that is basically when everything else is going wrong in your life, you got a cold shoulder to lean on. That's a cold beer, you know, <laughs> <laughs> sit down and have, uh, but it, it's really supposed to be a funny song. And, um, I tried to put my personality in it. Um, you know, and show the world. It's kind of my introduction, even though I've had homemade projects in the past. Well, that's really cool. Um, going back to raise one and you talked a lot about first responders. 
I know that you also do a lot of work um, with a charity contributing to families of fallen firefighters. Can you talk to me a little bit more about that too? Yeah. So um, we we're doing this summer tour, the ice cold summer tour still in the process. I'm actually playing a show in high Springs tonight. That'll be raising money for the national fallen firefighters foundation. Um, we're also in the mix of playing one of their events up in New Jersey uh, with a band coming up and that'll be a huge thing. But um, all the money goes to families of fallen firefighters and uh, the education and better equipment for the, the thing is, is I, I knew that it, it's a great organization, uh, national fallen firefighters foundation. But I realized as I went around uh, the country a little bit, I went to a radio station up in Pennsylvania and first thing the radio DJ was talking about was a volunteer fire department that has a event every year to raise funds for their department because there's so many little towns and, you know, areas that don't really get any funding that people are, you know, hoping the emergency doesn't happen, but things just catch fire and people need help. And, uh, you know, they, they have to have the resources to do so. And, um, it's all on my website, cliffdorsey.com. Um, all the things that the money goes towards, there's a boot on there that as you donate money, the boot fills up and, um, we've gotten to about $900 so far. The goal is $5,000, but we won't stop there. Um, so as I play these shows, um, all the profits of the merchandise go to, uh, fallen firefighters, families, and, uh, that organization. So it's really been an honor to work with them. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's been great. That's very cool. Uh, my grandfather was a firefighter. And so I know, you know, when you're a firefighter, your whole family is kind of involved with that. So I know that there are a lot of people out there who are going to benefit from what you're doing. So thank you for that. Thank you so much. Um, all right. So you talked a little bit about the shows that you're doing this summer, um, especially with the charity. Tell me, uh, what's your favorite thing about playing live shows? Favorite thing about playing live shows is trying out new songs. Um, the people that have been coming to shows for years and the new faces, um, you know, requesting their favorite song. It, it's cool that, I mean, I've been doing it for 10 years uh, from day one, and uh, it's been <laughs> it's been a ride for sure. So I, I think mm -hmm. I could be selfish and, and say to watch myself grow because, like I said, I, I became I started out very shy and the voice and the melody and playing guitar didn't just happen overnight. It's been a hard fought process and I see it year to year, uh, increase, but the cool people you get to meet. Um, I always, well, lately this past year, I try to think, um, you know, whenever you meet somebody, be like, ask some questions, learn about them because one thing, everyone finds out in life is that people are really interesting. Everybody's got a story, right? 
and um you know act like you're writing a book yeah yeah and um that's how you'll get a lot of songs is just listening and it's easy to listen whenever you're not up on the stage and not you know people are talking to you you're listening but typically they're asking you questions and i'm more of the ones that that i like to listen yeah that's (laughs) a lot of output more than uh, input you know <laughs> yeah but I mean that's that's a great thing that's a great draw from so good for you for that and um yeah what's the like your most favorite show that you've played so far uh, or like maybe what's your most favorite venue that you've played either one of those <laughs> that's tough <laughs> I would say um <laughs> I've played, I, I would say that, so there's a little farm, uh, used to be called Red, White, and Blue Farms. Now it's called Amberbrook Farms. And I've been playing there a few years. Um, it started out where they would set up a tent under a big oak tree. And I would just have a stool and set up my equipment. And it was always early mornings, at least for a musician, to where you got to get there at 9 o'clock to start at 10. <laughs> And you get to see all the little kids dancing to the music and uh, people having a great time. Families out and about. They they have a U-Pick blueberries. So, you know, they go out in the fields and you, you can hear the music from in the field. But also they have a, a cafe there, and milkshakes. And it's always been a great environment. Cool. Um, and you're literally out on a farm. And it's typically when it doesn't get too hot in Florida yet. <laughs> Then yeah. it's was a four hour show, so it did get hot there at the end. <laughs> um, but I, I would say consistently, everyone's having a great time. Um, they're spending time with their kids. They're, they're being a family, mm-hmm. and being able to be part of that moment. And uh, you know, they request their favorite song, and you play it. I'd say that's been consistently my favorite venue and show. Cool. But there's been other special times, special events where I was like, wow, this is. This is really what it's all about, you know, whether it's raising money for something or uh, somebody has to have an operation and, uh, you know, people in need. Yeah. Yeah. Giving back for sure. That's awesome. So. Right. Um, diving in a little bit to your preferences, I guess. Um, or let me go back a little bit further. Tell me about some of your like musical influences. Cause I know, like you said, you started singing in church. Um, whenever you first started playing guitar, what were you like dying to play or what were you really listening to when you were younger? Uh, Johnny Cash and George Strait. There you go. The first time I think, yeah, Johnny Cash, I knew as a default because my dad, you know, drives freight trains and really, really loved Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. like who he was as a person and um, just his music in general. So Folsom Prison Blues, Big River, um, you know, things like that is, is was kind of the soundtrack. Uh, I actually felt like a personal connection, it seemed, because mm-hmm. I knew Johnny Cash before I really knew music in, in general mm-hmm. to where it was almost like, he was an uncle that I never met or something, but oh. you know, that's not the fact It it was just, you know, ingrained. Yeah. Uh, but George Strait, the first time that I 
uh, saw a video of him performing and hearing his songs. Uh, Marina Del Rey is one of my favorite songs. I think it's one of the most beautiful songs in country music. Mm-hmm. Um, but songs like Amarillo by Morning, how he could just stand there and sing. And the, you know, perfect melody, perfect instruments over it. Every It's just, it takes you to a different place. And I was like, that's a superpower. Yeah. And I never, ever, whenever I was hearing that thought that I would ever be up on a stage singing. I was just like, that is a superpower. And I don't know how he does it, but there's some type of magic in it. And um, then when I started playing, I never thought that it would be even close to that. But (laughs) even getting to play guitar and sing, I was like, all right, one step closer. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I would say that those two were a good start. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, and not to make you jealous or anything, but I do have tickets to go see George Strait in Tampa. So I'm pretty excited about that because that'll be next weekend. So (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like a bucket list show, like with him in Stapleton and Little Big Town. I'm pretty stoked (laughs) to get over there. So yeah, that is a huge, that is great live performers. Well, I, I meant to ask in the beginning of the call, where are you calling from? Oh, okay. So I am located in Southwest Georgia. Um, so like very close okay. to Valdosta. Yeah. And like, like I said, I'm a Florida State person. So I live like an hour from Tallahassee. Um, but I spent a lot of my time uh, down in Orlando and Tampa and Fort Lauderdale. Cause that's where like all of my friends live. So <laughs> I'm pretty familiar with like that central Florida area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, my brother lives in uh Waycross area. Really small world. And you know, that's, you know, yeah, when I think about right Waycross, yeah, I think like, it's got very similar vibes to Gainesville, like that swampy, like marshy <laughs> land. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Ew. A lot of freight trains. <laughs> yes, a lot of freight trains. It's very true. <laughs> so, what are you listening to right now that's different or maybe, you know, that might be on the top of your playlist? Top of my playlist right now is a new Cult to Wall album. Uh, um the yeah. uh, honky tonk night hawk song gets me pumped mm. up <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, uh um definitely i saw on your page um tyler childers is about to release some new music i'm looking yeah. forward to that new album september um, 8th mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the uh podcast is escaping me right now but there's a um podcast on youtube that rick rubin does mm-hmm. it's like tatera something something but mm-hmm. uh he has an interview with john mayer that's like two and a half hours long which is pretty rare <laughs> and yeah. i'm about halfway through right now and getting a lot of good information from it for all the yeah. musicians i recommend listening to that mm-hmm. um and zach bryan stuff for sure um, and, uh, I've always liked, like my, my default whenever I want to just drive down the road and listen to stuff is a group that was called Mandolin Orange. Now they're called Watch House. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's a duo. It's kind of like, uh, bluegrass in a way, Cool. but, uh, 
yeah, I would say that's something that isn't like normal to listen to that I listen to a lot. Awesome. I have to check them out because I feel like I've heard both of those names. So I'll have to check out that duo that you were just talking about. Talking about who you like to listen to and play in live shows. Is there like a dream list of performers that you'd want to go on tour with one day? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, one that's at the top of the list that, uh, I mean, he did a song with Morgan Wade a while back, but uh, I, I wish he would do some more touring and I, I really want to see him in concert is Kip Moore. Yeah. I've always really liked Kip Moore's music. Um mm -hmm. And uh, I think we'd be on a good lineup together. But, uh, you know, some big names. I think Jason Aldean would be a cool one. Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, even Billy Carrington. I mean, what I mean by that is I was listening to all his songs recently. And mm -hmm. that man is very, very good at picking songs and yes. knowing what to release. Um, Josh Turner is a dream. Mm -hmm. uh george Strait, of course i'm really big into the the tyler childers um turnpike troubadours stuff like that mm -hmm. I, I think um you, you might hear an album like that from from me one day i think i, I write like that quite a bit mm -hmm. um but uh luke combs i think that'd be a good fit oh yeah and um some people coming up um, hmm. I'm trying to think of some, uh, oh, um, I can't think of the names right now because I'm on the spot, <laughs> but yeah, you know, <laughs> I know. And there's, there's that, a ton out there. You know, that, yeah. <laughs> but you listed some really good ones. So, I mean, that makes sense. And yeah, all of those sound like really cool tours or even like if you had like a huge festival, I mean, that would be a pretty great fest to be a part of. So who knows? That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I have some, uh, some talented friends too on, on yeah. shout out. Mm -hmm. Sorry, For there's sure. a little and delay. Was... So I feel like I'm cutting you off. I apologize. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're fine. Okay. So that actually brings me to like the next part of the interview is, uh, we're getting close to wrapping up. So if there's anybody that you'd like to give a shout out to, or anyone that, you know, you'd like to promote or anything like that, feel free. This is your space to so just let it go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have quite a few and I, I meet more every day. So I'm going to start with uh, guys that I've known the longest and uh, gals. Um, so start off with Clay Brooker. Um, he's got a uh, somewhere between a sinner and a saint and some new music out. Uh, Honky Tonk in my veins. Mm -hmm. um, all that is, well, um, he recorded at the muscle shoals studio yeah. cool. um somewhere between a center and a saint and mm -hmm. um that one's got a ton of streams so you, he'll be easy to find uh justin lee pardon he's actually playing in nashville this weekend i think uh maybe okay. he played last night and i think he's got another one up uh my buddy john mccravey's up there playing bass with him right now 
uh, Logan Fisher. He's done a lot of production. He's my drummer and uh, cool. really tight in the country music scene over here. Miss Lexi Lou up there in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, amazing singer. Uh, she's uh, one of those gals that has a loop pedal that can do anything and everything. We oh played gosh. a show the other day. And yeah. someone's like, hey, can you play uh, this Jason Isbell song? And mm -hmm. I was like, do you know that song? Because I, I don't <laughs> know it off the top. And she's like, yeah, I got it. Here we go. <laughs> and just completely did an amazing job. Uh, my buddy Houston King, um, he has uh, some music out and uh, just had, he's about to drop an album. But um, I would say... Um, American Aquarium. There, there's mm -hmm. some of those vibes in there. Um, you know, it, I, I don't know what type of country that is, but it's in the Americana country. Yeah, I was going to say folky Americana-ish. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, and you got to get a Houston Keen shirt because all those are off the chain. His designing oh. is amazing. Awesome. Okay, yeah, for sure. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> Well, and, and I want to give a special shout yeah. out to There's Emily. Little, I mean, I could go on and on. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I was going to give a, just to, to thank her for, for setting up this interview for us today. That's your day-to-day -day manager for those listening. Um, yeah, she puts in a lot of work for you. So thank you, Emily, for hooking this up because I loved having you on today, Cliff. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, it, it goes... Like we could say, thank you, Emily. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Emily. Because that still won't cover all the work, but she does. Yeah. That's awesome that you've got some support like that. <laughs> and it really was a, a pleasure. Of thank course, you for having absolutely. me on. Um, so this is Cliff and Lee with Coda Country Chats. Thank Have you. A good day. God bless you.